It's the Real Roots Radio podcast, on-demand content highlighting the best information and entertainment from the Real Roots Radio team. Gary Kahn is a veteran broadcaster heard Saturday morning, 6 to 9, on Kahn Country and Coffee. Let's see who Gary recently had as a special guest on his program. Well, I have on the air with me today Brother Bill Carter from uh, out in the state of Washington. Good, good morning, Brother Carter. This is Gary Kahn, and uh, we're talking to you on the air right now. And, uh, is that right? Okay. Y- you actually started your career uh, back in the 40s? I'm, I'm sorry, kid. I'm 90 years old, hard to hear, and I'm sorry, son. <laughs> uh, back in the 40s, you started your career, correct? Back in the 40s, okay. Uh, what, in country music? Yes, ma'am. Uh, I was uh, in country music until 1961. I recorded for MGM Records and uh, and uh, Get to the Opry and the Louisiana Hayride and the Town Hall Party and all places like that. Had a manager, had a band, and we traveled. And I also backed up a lot of artists on the West Coast uh, with my band. And so we had a, thing, a lot of things going for us. And so uh, I was very lucky and very fortunate that I recorded for several labels. Uh, the first Nashville session was for Republic Records, and I had a song called By the Sweat of My Brow, which was covered by Hank Lachlan and the Maddox Brothers and Rose later in life, okay? Uh-huh. Well, I know I've seen pictures of you with uh, Marty Robbins and Ray Price. And yeah, yes, we, were. we we toured with Marty and George Morgan and Cowboy Copas had a tour, and uh, they were very nice to me, and... Uh, Friends and George Morgan invited me to come by his house sometime in Nashville and visit. So well, I appreciate that. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Yeah. And uh, you had a r- rather lengthy career from the 40s uh, through the early 50s or late 50s, and you said you were on yeah. MGM yeah. Records. 50s, yeah. yeah. Now you were in the Air Force until 1954, and I got out of the Air Force and joined the California Hayride in San Francisco with Cotton C. Clark's show. And I had a song once a week on the show, and we we uh, had a, a dance going in Redwood City, and another little guy. Now, when I was in the Air Force, uh, in the Air Force Blue, uh, I, I got acquainted with Cotton C. Clark at his dance, and another young man named George Jones was in the Marines at the same time, and he had us sing in our military uniforms. We brought the house down, me and George wow. Jones. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Now, you were also. And later in my disc jockey career, is when I became a disc jockey after I got out of the Air Force and so forth, well, uh, I had a little a little guy on Sun Records named Elvis Presley had a song called uh, <laughs> uh, Blue Moon of Kentucky. Well, I listed that in Cashbox Magazine as the most played record on my uh, show. And would you believe that Elvis invited me to have coffee with him at the convention? And we spent two hours together, just Elvis and myself. Did you really? About old times. <laughs> That's fantastic. Now, back when he first started out, he, said he had a pair of khaki breeches on and a brown leather jacket. Never forget it. And he invited me. He even paid for the coffee. <laughs> well, that's great. Now, uh, and later I went to. Uh, I started a car for a label called Tally out of Bakersfield, and uh, they took me down to Louisiana Hayride. And a little guy named Buck Owens drove, went along with us. He was recording for a label called Pep at that time. P E P. He wasn't even on Capitol, and he went along for the ride. And so Buck and I spent a whole week together in the backseat of, uh, of uh, Fuzzy Owens' car. As we traveled from California all the way to, to uh, Shreveport, Louisiana, we had a great time. Now, what was your record called on MGM? Yeah, and I have a book out called uh, "The Steps of a Good Man: The Old Traveling Troubadour," 
And I, I, I submitted Buck's picture with myself for the publisher, but they were afraid to publish it because legal problems. See, that, they left that out of their book completely. So well, <laughs> now you, sad, huh? you became. They a, were afraid to mention anybody's name, last name in the book for legal reasons. So they called them all by the first name. You know. So well, it had, had a lot of personal friends we got acquainted with. So back at convention, DJ convention here, we went back once a year to a DJ convention in Nashville and Country Music Week and. Uh, Got acquainted with a lot of folks, and including Ernest Tubb, which was real nice to me. Invited me to be a part of the Midnight Jamboree on WSM, and so I guess it on that show one night, uh, right after the opera went off the air, we had the Midnight Jamboree, and uh, following me on the program uh, was a little guy named Johnny Cash from Tennessee too. <laughs> wow, so that's quite a bit in my life too. Yeah, sure. Now you became a disc jockey. Do what now? You became a disc jockey. Yes, I was a DJ in California on KBOX, Modesto, KSTN in San Jose, KECC in Pittsburgh, KSTN in Stockton, KCBR in Lodi, and KAHI in Auburn, California. Okay. And there was a, a group of fellows came and visited you one time. Who were they? I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't hear that, I'm sorry. There was a group of fellows come to visit you one time. Who yes, were they? they called the Christian Troubadours. They were a country gospel singing group, and they came to my radio program. And uh, years ago, when I was a teenager, I got my first radio program when I was about 19 years old. had my first band, and I was on a radio station in Indio, California, called K... Let's see, I, I forgot to call it, but he in Indio, California... And uh, I was singing George Morgan's song. I liked old George. And so uh, the guy heard me named Richard Needham. His name was Richard Needham. He heard the program. And he and his wife came out to the radio station to meet me because they liked country music. Okay. They were also nice Baptist people. And that day, God spoke to Richard and his wife to begin to pray for me that I become a Christian. And it kind of scared me. I said, well, wait, am I going to die or something? He said, no, no. We didn't come out to bug you. We just tell you we're going to pray for you. So 13 years they prayed for me, and he was also instrumental in forming the Christian Troubadour Singing Group. The other things all worked together for good, okay? And when the Troubadours came to my program at Lodi, California, Richard Edom had also moved to that same town. I didn't know it. And all of a sudden, it all came together 13 years later, and it all wound up in a, finally in a prayer meeting. On October the 1st, 1961, I was scheduled that day to introduce my new MGM record at a country music show in a town called Tracy, which is not very far from Lodi. And so the show was to begin at 3 p.m. At 1 o'clock that, that morning, they invited me to go to church with them, which I was, you know, an old honky-tonker, and I'd, I'd played in, in a club the night before, and I did kind of all rung out and everything, and, and I saw I yawned all through Sunday school and church, and it didn't feel like nothing, you know, but... They got home for dinner at the Needham house, at the Needham house. They got home for dinner, and Sister Bay fixed a beautiful chicken dinner with banana pudding and everything, you know, which is so hillbilly liked, okay? And I'm sitting there, and I'm thinking about my life. I, I hadn't heard a song sung by the troubadours called Jesus Use Me, and that song began to minister to my spirit, and I thought about my life, and I got hooked up in country music, and I got had a bad drinking habit, and and all that sort of thing, and, and and all of a sudden, at that table, my 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 suddenly my my eyes filled up with tears, and and they fell on that beautiful plate, and, and I said, those are my tears. What am I doing crying this way? And Richard got me by the hand, 
led me to a nearby couch, and I knelt in my first prayer meeting, October the 1st, 1961, at 1.30 p.m., I found Jesus Christ as my Savior. And now then, the big country music show is beginning an hour and a half later in Tracy, and I'd be called for backup. We asked the troubadours to come join me in that big country music show. And I went down to Tracy, a brand-new Christian, just saved, didn't, didn't, didn't know what, nothing about nothing, really. And I had a song on the charts called Strangers Shake Head for the Fool on MGM Records. And it's going to have a big, had a band there to back me up and all the big, you know, uh, the protocol behind an artist and everything. And in my car about a half a block from that bandstand, and the moderator had happened to be a former preacher. And he said, folks, I can see by the shadow on this guy's countenance that country music has just lost an artist. Bill Carter just got saved. I was glowing like Moses did coming down from Mount Sinai for the Ten Commandments. I was wow. glowing all over. And I got on that platform that day, the troubadours right with me, standing right by me. And I didn't sing, strangers say, can for the fool. I sang an old song I learned as a child. Where could I go but to the Lord? Oh, hallelujah. And since that time, this old boy here at 90 years of age, I've enjoyed over 50 years of beautiful ministry. And my wife and I were singing. We, we recorded in Nashville a lot of beautiful albums and stuff. And so God has blessed my life immensely. And I want you to know that. I, I appreciate the folks listening to me now. This is Bill Carter, former MGM record artist, and I'm happy to be here today. Bless your heart. Now, how long did you travel with the Christian Troubadours? I was with them seven years. They, they came into my life five months after I was saved, asked me to play the bass fiddle and sing tenor. And that was my training ground. You see, it, having been in the Air Force as a young man, I learned what they meant by basic training. I learned how to be an airman, okay? Now, in the Army of God, I had to go through basic training again to learn how to be a Christian. I had bad habits. I, I'd been drinking. I used bad language. But that was all cleansing. We began to form a new life for me. And on that troubadour bus every day, we had Bible study. We had prayer meetings. And, and I began to grow spiritually, okay? And after seven years, God trusted me to have my own ministry. And my wife and I formed our own singing group. Isn't that beautiful? So God has used us all these many years. And then later, I got the call to preach the gospel. As we sang a while, we sang, sang the gospel for a long time. And finally, I got the call to minister the gospel. And I'm ordained with the Assemblies of God. So God works all things out beautifully, okay? All well, things work great. together for good, you know, right? Okay. Now, what's the name of your book called again? I do, but now I can hear that. I'm sorry. What's the name of your book called again? It's called The Steps of a Good Man, The Old Traveling Troubadour. Now, there's three different books with that name, but Amazon has mine, The Old Traveling Troubadour, the picture be on the front on a, on a Palomino horse, so folks hate miss me, okay? Okay, so it's available on Amazon. <laughs> yeah. See, in 1960, 1960 uh, the year before I was saved, they had the Pony Express Centennial, and I had a record out called Pony Express on Showboat Records out of Nashville. And that song was chosen as a theme song for the Centennial Celebration in 1960. And they purchased me a big Palomino horse to ride in all the parades and stuff like that. You know, I meet all the big celebrities. Man. And so uh, I've had that picture on the front of my book, that old Palomino horse. Well, that's, that's great. <laughs> well, Brother Bill Carter, what a pleasure it is to talk to you. You've been in Xenia here many times at uh, several churches. And, uh, you have one of my discs right there somewhere? <laughs> uh, I met you at uh, First Pentecostal Church. I, 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 you know, there's a label in Germany called Bear Family, 
And next month in September, they're planning to put in a project out of moving bear climbing. So I'm kind of excited about it. Oh, that. yeah. I would be excited, too. My um, stuff was recorded over 70 years ago. So wow. That's <laughs> great. That's great. Well, uh, Brother Walters was a good man who uh, who ran the Christian Troubadours. And, and, and so the Troubadours, uh, I spent them seven years, and uh, they, they most of them all have passed away now, except one, myself, and another guy. But we had a, quite a ministry, so God gets opened a lot of doors for me. Well, that's In 1965, uh, we, we were asked by the Department of Defense to take a tour to the, for the military in the Far East, Japan, Korea, South the Philippines and all kind of places like that, South Korea. So we had an interesting tour over there. So God placed me all over the world when he took over my career. Okay. Well, that's great. That's great. And uh, there's nothing really more thrilling than stand on the stage at the Grand Ole Opry and sing, which I got a chance to do. And I thank the Lord for that. It kind of fulfilled my dream. Okay. Well, that's in, in reading good. my book, you'll find I'm from Arkansas as a kid. And we was poor, we was poor, just like we, we, we did that. My mom daddy had nine kids, and we was, he was a sharecropper, and we was raised poor. But, but we had one little luxury back in the old days, and we had a little battery radio. I could hear the Grand Ole Opry on on Saturday night. So, so that began to shape my life in loving country music and stuff Well, like that's that. good. Well, Brooke Carter, thanks for being with me on my show today. And well, thank you. I'm glad to be here. It, it's you. a pleasure. And all those listeners out there that I love them, and... Uh, and uh, I would have had a, I'd have had a good chance to be a star, but God had other plans in my life. And let me say quickly here that it all began with my grandfather on my mother's side, was an old Methodist preacher, an old fanatic guy, and he prayed that one of his grandsons one day would be involved in ministry. And I happened to fill the bill. That's how it all happened. Okay, so my life's been in the hands of the Lord for many, many years now. <laughs> Well, that's Bill Carter, and uh, he was talking about his book, The Steps of a Good Man, and uh, uh, the story of a Christian troubadour. That's also available on eBay. Playing the real legends of country music and helping sprout new ones. Real Roots Radio.